421 on the DWS News Hour. Scott Beatty here with you, and pleased to have in studio Dr. Tom Ramage. She's the head of Parkland College, and U of I about to start classes next week. But Parkland into day two of classes in the fall semester. Another one in the books. Going well. You know, the parking lot is a little harder to navigate these days, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah, enrollment. How does that look for fall? You know, we're down a little bit, but less than in past years. It's been this sort of seven-year sort of national issue in terms of enrollment we're we're down about a 1.8 1.9% last i looked which is not awful and it tends to fluctuate a bit with the economy and everything else right so i'm told <laughs> so, so i'm told uh, uh today the governor was uh just down the street here right. signing a couple of higher education bills you were there too i was what are the impact of those bills um involving scholarship money and all that for Parkland College? Well, sort of an indirect impact on us. The, the big news today was uh, merit scholarships. There's a, a, a public-private uh, arrangement where the universities and the community can create a, a merit-based scholarship for students. Uh, a little bit of uh, assistance on the uh, monetary award program, which is the state's version of financial aid, where that can be awarded for perhaps multiple years. And then I think the third component was a task force to be created to ease the uh, the transition from high school through the community college to the university in terms of articulating courses. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> exciting stuff. Was it something you had put input into or were hoping to see? Most of the discussion occurred with university financial aid directors, although I think there might have been a, a question or two aimed at the community college. So this was really a, a university-focused bill, but There'll be some some crossover with the community college. Got it. Dr. Tom Ramage here with us from Parkland College. Um, you had a, a guest commentary in the paper on Sunday in the News Gazette. Uh, one of the things you highlighted that was important to you, no tuition raises. Where does that uh, fall in the history of tuition for Parkland? Well, it's, it's fairly significant for us in that it's been 26 years since the Board of Trustees and an administrative recommendation did not actually increase tuition from one year to the next. That's a long time to go without a, a tuition freeze. Now, in, in retrospect or in reality, it's, it's a fairly small amount. Generally, it's 5 $6 per credit hour per year. So in the scheme of things, it's not huge, but it's a it's a it's certainly a gesture of uh, uh, good faith to, to the community. We were able to uh, hold expenses to a reasonable level where we, were, we finished last year with a balanced budget. We're projecting this year going forward uh, without a tuition increase to be close to balanced, if not balanced. And it's a, a great thing to do for students and their families. Approximately what percentage does tuition cover for the income to Parkland? Oh, about a third of the actual cost of a college class comes is, is covered by tuition. Uh, now, property taxes make up a component of that, a growing component, and actually tuition is growing the fastest. Uh, but the state component, which should be theoretically 33%, is down, let's say, 9% of the total cost of attending Parkland. You know, this may be anecdotal evidence uh, only and admittedly my wife is faculty at parkland college but it seems to me rising costs of tuition for four-year degrees rising needs for people in trades is is the community college becoming more of an option for people more of the first choice for their career options a number of signs point in that direction uh, you're right. When you look at um, this this nation's need for skilled trades, have you called a plumber recently? Um, what's their hourly rate? How in demand are they? Um, it seems to be 
inevitably focusing on vocational, professional, technical education as the biggest need and perhaps the most lucrative path going forward for um, higher education, not just the community college. We're seeing that in ag where uh, students coming out of uh, a four-year degree program, even a very prestigious four-year program, perhaps need to come back and visit a Parkland College to get practical experience on the latest technology, the GPS-driven planters, the precision ag world. Uh, That's generally not covered in a hands-on way at a a university. That's what we do. And and some of these, uh, let's call them blue-collar careers, Mm -hmm. can make quite a good salary when you come out and get into the trade. Yeah, yeah. So that's part of the story is this this fine career path going forward. And certainly the other part of the story is there's value in the, let's call them the non-technical courses, the what we consider liberal arts courses, what they teach you, what they um, uh, hope you hope, hopefully cause you to think about while you're at Parkland or at a university is, is of equal value. Mm-hmm. Um, so both sides to that equation. I yeah, think. it's the old, when am I going to use this in real life? Well, the way you've been taught to think now, question or appreciate something changes by going sure. through those. It's called critical thinking. You know, don't we all benefit from that? I have been accused of not, but that's a different <laughs> we have story. A class for you. <laughs> <laughs> Parkland College President Tom Ramage is here. When we last visited, uh, we were you were looking for an athletic director. Rod Lovett's tenure has come to an end. He uh, retired at the end of July. What's the status of that? Well, he actually did retire. I went to his uh, his little his get together. So he's he's off to other things. Um, we have we originally posted a position, sort of a, combin- uh, a combined administrative role, where we had student life rolled in with athletic direction, and, and that didn't seem to be very appealing to folks. Uh, I think those who want to be athletic directors want to be able to concentrate on that. Uh, and the same with student life directors. So what we've done is separate those. We've uh, re-advertised the position, and I think the pool is pretty. Pretty, pretty, pretty well developed at this point. Will that expedite the process this time around? I'm not close enough to know, but I would imagine it would have a positive effect. So we, we hope to have somebody in place soon. You've had a lot of stability with coaches there. Oh yeah. So I imagine that would be enticing for a candidate. Well, certainly, quality coaches, um, a stellar performance record from, I, I should be able to quote the number of conference championships, national uh, tournament appearances, and pretty much across the board, uh, from women's basketball, men's basketball, soccer, uh, for the first time in a while, has, has, has produced volleyball consistently, softball has always been a powerhouse. It's a great place to come for athletics. Tom Ramage with us for just a few moments longer here on the DWS News Hour. This is just everybody's favorite phrase and topic, bond refinancing. Oh, hugely exciting. What could you tell us about it? Tax savings, your property tax bill, at least Parkland's share of it's going to go down, which is awesome. So we refinance some bonds like you'd refinance a house, generally either shorten the term or lower your monthly payment. We lowered your monthly payment without extending the terms. So you're going to pay less in property taxes. What prompted this? The ability to do so, the bonds became what's called callable. So we, we could choose to refinance them, and the interest rates were sufficient to we, we could garner some savings, about $5 million worth. I'm not sure if everyone paid attention to anything, but my taxes just went down, and I bet they like that. the thing to remember. <laughs> Indeed. Tom Ramage, let's do this again. I always appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for having me. Tom Ramage is the president of Parkland College. We have local news in a moment on the DWS NewsHour.